y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Sit Down, Be Humble. My name is Hannah Humble, and I'm the host of this podcast. And without further ado, I am with one of my bestest friends in the entire entire world, and I'm just so excited because she has so much wisdom. And, you know, if you know either of us, you know that we can both talk our mouths off all day, every day. So just go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. My name is Abby Murphy. I'm 21 years old, and I'm here living the life. Period. She is the literally end. crazy. This girl is literally wild. Um, but oh, well. oh, where did I get it from? People like you, Dingo. Okay, well, if you guys don't know her, I mean, I feel like most people do. If you're from Bowling Green, you definitely know who she is, or maybe even Nashville because she is a Nashville yeah. girl. Go um, back and forth. Yeah, I dabble in each. She's I, a little Nashville slash BG girl. Yeah. Well, I go to school at Belmont. Um, I'm a junior, so if you go to Belmont University, I'm a musical theater major. But born in, well, no, I wasn't born here, but I feel like I was born here. Raised here since I was seven. So Where I'm a born? Bowling Green girl. Georgia? Yeah, Atlanta. Oh. Ackworth, Hillside Hospital. That's really all I know. Everyone I go pull up to the hospital that she was born at and go thank the doctors. Oh. Yeah, I don't know where it is D- now. Probably do you have a, a blanket or like a bear or something yeah. that you sleep with? Oh, no, I don't have anything that I sleep with now. Well, no, I don't I don't sleep with anything. Like emotional, I have an emotional attachment like blanket. It's called Tiger Blankie. I've literally had it since I was one years old. Is it like shredded? No, it's not. Oh. Honestly, it's like a, it's not like a tiny blanket. It's like a mid-sized blanket. Oh, you got the good stuff. Yeah. Hey, I got the good stuff and it's in my dorm room. So. I love to sleep hot though. Oh, I me wake too. up in sweat. But here's the thing. Like, in sweat. In, so one side of it's like not, bla- I don't even know how to describe it, but the other side is like kind of silky. So yeah. it gets cold. So yes, if you leave it I out, guess. it like I rub it around my arms, and yeah. it makes you so much colder. Um, y'all just have to try out Tiger Blankie, okay? Hear me Go out. Go get yourself one. Hear and me out. This week's sponsor is Tiger Blankie. <laughs> Tiger Blankie, yeah. someone please sponsor me. I'm just joking. Okay, here we are. So we have... Abby Murphy, she is here. Hey. She told you a little bit about herself. We will go more into that. But she is, um, I mean, if you know her, she's so selfless. She's awesome. And she loves Jesus, which is one of the reasons why people are so drawn. And, mm. you know, they want to be around her because I tell this to everyone. But like, when you have Jesus inside of you, everyone else wants to be around that because mm. it's a light that a lot of people don't have or have never experienced before. But um, I met Abby, and if you've... There's, I was on a podcast with her on her... Oh, guys. Wait, what's oh, yeah. She has a podcast. What's your podcast? Shameless Plug, That's Life with Abby Murphy. I just wrapped up season four, so I'm taking a little break before I start season five, but you can go head on over there. Spotify, Apple, all the streaming services. I think like Pandora, Google something, Amazon something. I don't know. I'm on everything. All of them. Um, go stream. Hannah, I forgot... I think I just titled it A Conversation with Hannah Humble. Yeah, it's like something simple. It was like right before you started this podcast. I plugged my podcast in before Before I started started. it during the podcast. Yeah. This was like, when was it? Like early summer maybe? Yeah, it was like in the... Or like spring? It was late summer because I had just gotten back from Texas. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You were like, I'm going to go skydiving. That was, yes, guys, because I never ended up going skydiving that, like, next week. Because but she has I done did. it now. I have done it now, yes. Skydiving was so fun. No, I did. This was, like, a month, two months ago when I went skydiving. Guys, Yeah. I can't talk about it too much because I'm going to get into Didn't you it. say you kept it a secret and then... Well, I was, that was the plan, but then I ended up not because oh, I could... But when I actually did go skydiving, it was super last minute. Like, we decided the day before that we were going to go skydiving the next day. Oh, my god! And it was so much fun. Like, I want to go back. I can't believe you uh, did that. You need to do it with me. Heck? Guys, That's if you have not been skydiving, go skydiving. I, like, I promise you. Like, the adrenaline is so high it's that you just... too much for me. You can't back out. My teeth would fall out. 
I have fake teeth. Then just go, bite it down real You think I'm going to think about that <laughs> while I am up in the air 50 million Put like a bandana feet. over your mouth. Oh my gosh. Guys, it's so worth it. I'm being so serious. But shameless plug, actually not shameless at all because you guys need to go listen to your podcast. That's, That's life. life. Um, it's really good to listen to if you're like on a run or a walk. That's when I listen Thanks. to them because I just heart them so much. Thank you. Um, but I met Abby high school mm-hmm. and she we I guess we got close your senior year yeah my sophomore year yeah and um we're just like very 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 similar so you like, know like all throughout high school people were like oh Hannah's the mini Abby because Hannah's Liter- younger st- than I me, still so. get that you there really? are some times when people are like do you know Abby Murphy and I'm like people um, say the same thing to yeah. me they're like Hannah Humble I mean not at Belmont because we're in different crazy, worlds yeah. now, two different but, like, worlds here it was like oh my gosh like you and Hannah Humble you and Hannah like just all the time oh it's so fun sometimes I like I'm so shocked like I forget that she goes to school in Nashville because like two of my worlds colliding yeah because like some of the people I know like go to Belmont and I'm like this oh, is yeah. so weird like the belonging yeah like the, shout out to all my Nashville friends I just Hey-o. love you guys or my college friends that are from Nashville because there's a lot of y'all yeah I feel like so many people because like, I feel like you're in Nashville more than I'm in Nashville I mean now like this semester at least Abby, like, literally lives in Bowling Green. I'm done with the Nashville life. It's not for me. I spent two good solid years there not coming back home, and all this semester I've been coming home, and I love it, so. I mean, Bowling Green is such a good city. If you guys have never been to Bowling Green, come. It's slower. It is a very, very, Nashville is very fast-paced compared to Bowling Green, for Mm -hmm. sure. I mean, I like being in a slow-paced thing sometimes, but I'm a very, very busy person. I like staying busy, so I kind of like the fast pace of people and always having people but it is really good to you know like calm down and take a break and just like breathe and stuff which is what we all need sometimes but um so Abby is like me we're like the same I just I love her we are literally one person but um there's just gonna be so much truth being said in this podcast episode where Mm -hmm. I am just so excited again it's kind of like the podcast I did on hers um we have no set no plan. guidelines. We're just going <laughs> to talk, and hopefully it's going to reach the right people, That's or maybe best, if you're though. bored. Yes, it's just, it's the real, like, it's raw. I always tell yeah. people, like, I care more about being truthful and, like, being honest with people than I do putting on a show. Yeah. And so that's what I'm praying into this podcast episode, because mm. we're not perfect people, right. and I think there's a really big stigma of, like, you have to be a perfect person to, you know be this way or be known as a Christian right. and that's just like not at all who we are mm. because we are you know already defined by Christ and he doesn't call us to be perfect but um exactly it's really it's really really fun to talk about with people who are on the same level as you and if you're listening and maybe you think you're alone in feeling these thoughts I mean I can promise you you're not and mm. we want to be real with you so yeah. without further ado we are going to you know just get started with some yeah. random debrief Trump or Biden? I'm <laughs> just joking, guys. Jesus. We're not talking about this right now. Um, anywho, I thought that would be a really funny joke. If and you guys are in the car in. or something, <laughs> please don't crash. Um, I'm voting for Jesus 2024. Hashtag Jesus. Hashtag Gen Z for Jesus. Hashtag Jesus for I, president. Please. Jesus for prez, guys. Jesus, come back. Sometimes uh, I'll just be sitting and I'm like, okay, it's time for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, okay. Here's the thing, though. I am so, ex- I am so, so, so excited for Jesus to come back. But, like, my flesh, it gets scared sometimes because I'm like, mm. I really, really want to get married and have kids. And I know a lot of people think about that, but I'm like, yeah. it's, like, a legit fear. And I know I've talked to a lot of people, and people bring it up really subtly because they're like, what if it happens? First of all, we don't know when Jesus is going to come back. Right. Like, that's something none of us know about. But I'm like, 
Do you ever feel that way? I, it's so funny because my view, I feel like I have a very, um, not popular female view on marriage and things like that. Just because I have always been one that steers more towards the side of like, well, like I'd rather be single. I'd rather be single, which is really funny coming from someone who's basically always grown up in a relationship. Right. Um, so I, I'm saying that from a a place of privilege and literally being in a relationship right now, you know, I've, I, which we'll get more into, (laughs) which I, I don't, I haven't really experienced that long season of singleness just because I don't actively go out and seek a relationship, but it just, that's how the cookie crumbles for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's, it's almost like we, we are human and it's inevitable that we are going to fear something and whether we're in a relationship and we fear commitment or whether we're not in a relationship and we fear loneliness, we will constantly have that tendency and that like temptation to want to fall into the fear and let the fear control us. Yeah. And it's like, you've got to not choose your fear, but choose the tactics to combat that fear. So like, yeah, it's inevitable. You will feel fear, but the grass is not always greener. And like, if you are this person in the season of singleness and it's like, but you have no idea, Abby, like you have no idea how bad I want this. Oh, trust me. I, I definitely do not know how bad, but there is someone who does. And it is your father in heaven. So real. That is good. How badly you want it. That is so good. But I always like think about the, I was talking about this this morning, actually about the, um, comparison of like a child touching a hot stove, which Mm -hmm. I feel like you might've talked about this before, but like a a parent is going to tell a child not to touch a hot stove, even though the child is curious and wants to touch the bright red, colorful stove. They don't know it's going to burn them when they're young, but the parent says no out of protection, not out of wanting to say no. Yeah. And it's, it literally is the same situation. It's like, when the Lord comes back and it's time, it is the best case scenario, mm. even if the fear is taking over from that idea. That's good. But it's also like we are human and we are supposed to feel fear thinking right. about the mm-hmm. Lord coming back. He is almighty and powerful. And and this is like a side tangent, but like he, you know, the comfortability and the like compatibility that we have with the father is so real. He wants a relationship with us, but I feel like so often we forget he is to be respected and as it yeah. is the, this place of honor and we fear the Lord not out of being literally scared of him, but out of saying you are the creator and Knowing almighty power yeah. and like king of kings. So like cut yourself some slack because it is normal if you feel fear about that. Um but don't let it dictate you because then then the evil is is taking over that is so good and also like um when jesus comes back none of us are gonna feel any like sadness because it's gonna be like an overflowing thing of like perfection that we've never we've never experienced that type of perfection because we've never been around it and we've Mm -hmm. never felt that overwhelming sense of like pure joy and peace and just everything that jesus is it's what he is yeah um but that kind of leads me into like another topic which is like dating and singleness and stuff mm. which y'all I've been waiting on the right time to come mm. up with a whole episode this is specifically one of my for favorite girls. topics I love uh, like dating relationships all it of it so much because it's it's so I mean it's talked about but it's not talked about in a Christian perspective very often because first of all it can be really embarrassing to talk about if mm. you've never been in a relationship or maybe you've been 
in a relationship and you've done things that you regret and you feel shame and guilt about them or maybe you just don't you've never grown up feeling comfortable talking about like dating or relationships or you know being friends with like guys and or girls if you're a guy like whatever it is it's a very uncomfortable topic Mm -hmm. and we don't talk about it from this perspective but I think it's really really important to talk about that because Mm -hmm. we have I mean two different sides the perspective here because we have Abby who has been like she said in a relationship her whole life and um not the same one but you know what I mean um and then like me who I've never had a boyfriend and I'm gonna make a whole episode about this Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of girls who are feeling the same way that like you know you're not alone in that but um I'll stream I'll listen guys even if you do have a relationship it's a really really good topic because it's really crazy but um I just want to talk about, like, just relationships in general. Like, oh, my gosh. Talk about your boyfriend. Okay, guys. Right? <laughs> guys, she just started dating this, like, amazing man of God. And yeah. it's so crazy. So, tell a story about, like, how how that came about. <laughs> a, little, a little short one. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, it's actually the craziest story ever. Um, I'll have to make it super short. If you want to know the details, just let me know. I'll talk all about it. Um, but I had a very, very... Uh, awful breakup right before I met Ryan um and it kind of sent me down a hole of someone who I was not and I was hiding behind the fact that I wasn't doing anything morally that I didn't agree with you know like everything that the way I was living my life was quote-unquote morally biblically like okay but it wasn't who I wasn't in pursuit of the Lord. I was kind of just getting by and making excuses and, and just not being the Abby that Abby was made to be. And so I kind of had like a come to Jesus moment, um, this summer and you know, it was a little phase. It was, it was a short phase, but it was a phase and you can go pretty deep into phases no matter what the timeline is. And so I sat down with the Lord and I was like, it is me and you. I am serving this season of singleness. I am going to be single until the end of college. Like me and you, Lord, I'm not even going to look in another boy's direction. And then in comes Ryan Luckett. And (laughs) I wasn't interested in him. Thought he was a great friend. I was incredibly drawn to him because of his faith. He is a die to yourself daily, heart like David in pursuit of the Lord type of guy. And if you guys go to the call, you've definitely seen him because he's usually yeah. wearing no pants. He's I'm he, just <laughs> his pants guys, choices. He always wears crazy pants and okay, I don't I don't think I'm just saying this just because I'm his girlfriend, but like he's the most attractive male there. Like he is he is, he is very attractive. Like yeah. he is and I know like He's a cute guy. Like, it's not like I'm like, I'm his girlfriend and, like, you can't think he's cute. Like, he's very beautiful. <laughs> guys, but if you guys don't know what Abby looks like, she is also <laughs> literally drop-dead gorgeous. So, Thank everyone you. go give her a little follow and Thank stuff. Thank you. Yes. But, but when I met him, we were all in, like, a big group and I came home that day and I was like, dang, it really sucks that he's cute because he cannot hold a conversation. Like, I, like, I literally just didn't see anything there and then, um... But I didn't realize until I sat down with Savannah Smith that I was telling the Lord no to an opportunity that he had provided for me to say yes to. Mm. Um, that being, I had a lot of hurt from my past relationship and was telling God that I, I was telling God the season I was going into rather than the Lord providing me with an opportunity of a great God-fearing man that wanted to pursue me and me telling God, no, no, no. Like it's not my time yet. Like, who am I to say, Mm -hmm. who am I to say? And that's, 
that's not me sitting here being like, you have to say yes to every date and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, but it's a, it, there's no one size fits all type of like answer to how you meet someone or how you say yes to a date or how you get into a relationship. But for me specifically in this scenario, the reason I wasn't interested in Ryan was because of internal hurt from past experiences and not because I genuinely wasn't interested. And so when Savannah helped me learn that part of myself, I realized that quite frankly, I've never been with a guy who knew... (sighs) I don't want to say this so bluntly, but I I led in the relationships and that is not healthy. A a male should lead and not, not like, oh, the girl should stay home and make a sandwich. Like, no, not like (laughs) that. But like a guy should pursue you and make it known that he wants to prioritize you. And I had never experienced that. And I had a lot of pride in the fact that he was more spiritually mature than me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't the one saying, hey, we need to go to church. Hey, we need to read the Bible. Hey, we need to do this. He was doing that on his own. And I didn't, I, it was scary to me because I've never operated like that. And so, you know, we went on a date and I sat down and I told him all of that. And he looked at me, girls, when I tell you, your man is out there that will do this for you. Like, do not settle because I told him everything. I told him I was scared. I told him I didn't even know if I liked him, that I didn't even, like, know how I felt talking to him. I was exhausted. Conversations were hard. And he looked at me and he said, Abby Murphy, I want to pursue you. (laughs) And I was like, guys. "Uh," And I was literally crying at this point. Like, after I had told him. Where was her date? Said Shandy Hollow, just like on a rock. Okay, we yeah. Like I just had to picture it. Yeah. Okay. We were just sitting on a rock. I was crying. I was like, I don't even know if I like you. Like, blah, blah. And he was like, I'm not leaving if you'll have me. And Guys. we'll take things at your pace and like whatever you're comfortable with. And I mean, from it, like, we've talked about everything. I was scared to hold his hand. Like, it was, it was, I was at level zero of not knowing how to operate in a relationship. And he is, guided me through it humbly and he's a silent leader he's not overbearing and he's just very kind and and it's it's awesome to be able to talk to someone about hard things and know that they're on your side Mm -hmm. especially when they're new like you don't know the level of trust you have with them which is a really scary scary thing to do but like guys that just like I love that story so much because I mean it's hard it's hard to not settle. It is really, really hard because everyone around you is like, oh, just go and date this guy. And if you do, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. But if you want to ask me on a, you know, biblical perspective, I'm going to wait for, like, I'm going to say, wait for a guy who treats Mm -hmm. you like a queen because that's how, that's how God views you. Right. Which is, um, I don't know. It's exciting to think about, but coming from the other side, it is so, so, so lonely sometimes Mm. when everyone else around you is getting a boyfriend, especially during, like, the holidays. And I know everyone's like, holiday season, like, you know. Cuffing season. It's cuffing. Okay, I'm just joking. But, like, genuinely, it is really, really, really hard to see other people in relationships and talk about them constantly and um, hearing stories like this, and you're like, well, God, when is it going to be my turn? But that's the thing, like... um, you're not lonely for feeling that way. Like, you are not um, any less of a Christian. Because I do... Like, God does give us those desires. But again, it's so, so much... It's going to be so much more 
worth it if you right. wait for the guy right. that God has for you. And the grass is, listen, I've said it earlier, but like the grass is literally always greener because when you get into a relationship, it exposes more about you individually as a person and could quite possibly make you feel even yeah. more alone. Yeah. Because like being with all of, like every boyfriend I've had, has exposed a part of me that I was able to hide when I was alone and that no one could know. And now that I'm sharing myself with someone, like those feelings and emotions get brought up and it can make you feel so vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerability is really, really, really hard for a lot of people. I mean, especially when it's things that you could be shameful of and stuff. But let me tell you, like, if someone's going to treat you the way that Jesus loves the church, they're not going to call you out in your shame or, you know, guilt that you're feeling. Because mm. my mom always tells me this, and I think about it all the time, but it's never too late to start over, mm. especially with Jesus. Right. And, um, you know, maybe you've had some, like, sexual sin that you are trying so, so, so hard to bury down. But, like, honestly, all you have to do is give it to God. Mm. And that sounds so, so cliche to say, but Jesus is there to take away those burdens from you so that you don't have to feel the way that you feel. You don't have to feel, you know, guilty or um, alone or shameful because I've talked to people who have are feeling those emotions like as we speak. And Jesus just doesn't want you to feel like that. So it's just super, super important to, you know, get on the head that you're loved and that you're called and that you're seen. Y'all, you'll never believe it. We literally just like pause <laughs> and like, have like an, a separate like 15 minute conversation. Oh, really? Like conversation. 15 minutes? That's Actually, great. I don't know. Was it? I, I've. It was deep, though. It was really deep. It was real deep. We'll talk about some of it. But, like, Mm -hmm. it's literally just, like, I don't know. When you have someone who you can just, like, relate to on so many levels, it's just, it's so fun to talk about stuff like this because, you know, Jesus puts relationships in your life for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. But um, with that being said of what we were talking about before, like, no matter what, uh, I hate saying the word season because it just makes me sound like a cliche Christian. I know. But like It's that Christian vocabulary. The slang. I can't stand it, but I say it all the, the time. I'm so guilty. Use, like, describe it. It's like you're in a season a season of okay. just do it. trusting Jesus, but like genuinely find people around you who are in the same boat as you, mm-hmm. and I promise you it'll make it so, so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I've been like learning from Jesus lately is like if someone isn't pursuing you, it's, it has nothing to do with the character of yourself. It has nothing to do with your looks. It has everything to do with God's timing and what he wants for you. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to um, Emmeline. I don't know if you know where she's from. I, yeah. She's my national friends. I love yeah. you, Emmeline, if you're listening. I know you're listening. You're probably I doing your leg workout. Her. You probably do. I love that girl. Because you told me about her before. Oh, I just love Emmy. Emmy, if you're listening, I love you. Hey. She always listens to the podcast when it's like her leg day. Aww. So um, yeah. get a good... Get a good rep in. Yeah. Pump it good. (laughs) Anywho. I just I just love her. But we were talking about it last night and I was like, you know, at nighttime when you get like really lonely and you're like, oh, I'm so sad. It's nighttime and I'm sad. That's literally me sometimes. That was me last night. Watch that finger on the screen. Girls. Don't be texting that boy. Don't be (laughs) real. Don't be going on those dating apps for the wrong reasons. Okay. Listen, I'm I'm pro dating app if it's for the right reasons, but at night sometimes. Sometimes at night you do we, crazy things. You be getting crazy. For real. But like seriously, like at nighttime you just feel so lonely and you're like, oh my yeah. gosh, why do I feel like this? And I feel like it's only when you're alone yep. in your room. And that's when mm-hmm. Satan's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this. But me and Emmeline were talking about it last night and she was like, imagine if your future husband is praying against any like heartbreak 
that you're having mm. right now. Like, you have no idea what he's praying for. Like, he could be praying for peace over you right now, and you have no idea. Yeah. Um, you just don't know. Again, just trust right. Trust that God is man for you. And there's a difference between, like, letting a, like, a guy should pursue you, but it, like don't disguise that as, like, the chase or the game. Yes. Like, that is also... We, as women, have a role to play in this as well that is just as equally as important. I mean, relationships are, like, one man and one woman. And, you know, sometimes it'll be 80-20, sometimes it'll be 50-50. Like, there are different time periods and different, like, whatever. But a man pursuing you is him making it known that he wants to date you by showing it through his actions, using his words. Like, love is an action. When you love someone and when you are with someone, it is not a feeling because feelings are fleeting. That is good. And and us as women shouldn't, like, put these, like, words out that, like, make the guy think, like... It, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, play these mind games yeah. and be like, oh, but, but I, need to, I need to see if he chases me. Like, I need yes. to see. Like, a man who is secure in himself and confident in himself, which is what we should strive to have as a confident male, is going to know his worth enough to say, you know, I'm not going to chase after someone who's pushing me away. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's also very important because us as women tell us ourselves that as well. And I get it because... Yeah. The chase is fun sometimes, and you're like, oh my, oh gosh, my yeah. gosh, I like, what am I feeling right now? Because, again, I'm also really guilty of, like, flirting with a lot of people, hmm. and a lot of it's just my personality because I'm a very friendly person, but, again, sometimes I just flirt for the fun of it, and I'm like, well, I don't want to give people the wrong yeah. intentions if I'm doing this. I don't really know where I'm getting with this, but, um, all that being said, like, there's so many things, and, again, if you don't have complete peace about something, then, yeah. like, it's probably not of God because mm-hmm. God is literally the god of peace like he is so cool and i just am obsessed with him and i think there's something to say about the statement like if he wanted to he would because i'm not sure if i agree with that statement because i heard in a podcast they were describing this but like to a certain extent like yeah if he wanted to he would and he would make it known but also like if he wanted to have sex with you he would and it's like we like the bible preaches that not for that to be a thing Mm -hmm. and so that's what I believe and it's like if we apply that statement as well like you don't really want a guy who quote-unquote if he wanted to he would like right if he wanted to stick his hand up your shirt like he would and it's like "Mm, we need someone with restraints we need someone that sets boundaries because in boundaries there's boundaries that's so good that that temptation of falling into that is just as harmful as a man not pursuing you you know like there is that over pursuit as well where it's Mm -hmm. like there are certain things for dating and there are certain things for marriage yeah that's so good and that's where I'll (laughs) um there's no there's there's a lot to say about that because like again respect is a really really big thing but Mm -hmm. I feel like if someone loves Jesus they're gonna automatically want to respect you yeah and but again if he wanted to give you flowers, he would give you flowers. Yes. Guys, I saw this man last night at PFT, which is, okay, shout out to all my college people. PFT is PFT. literally my ratchet dorm. <laughs> Hashtag floor 19, which also, by the way, there's no 13th floor on PFT. I did not know that until oh, this week. goes to 14? Yeah, I just go straight to 14. I think that's so Smart. weird. Um, so technically, well, because the 13th floor is like haunted. Superstitious. That's what everyone, th- but like, I never knew people actually believed that. 
Well, like, we don't believe that, honestly. Right, but, like, I was just, like, that's so crazy. Like, I just didn't think people actually believed enough to, like, not have a 13th floor. I just think it's crazy. I'm not going to lie. If there was a 13th floor, I wouldn't want to live on it. You wouldn't? But, I mean, I, I mean, it wouldn't bother me. It would just me. be weird, I guess. It wouldn't bother me, but I'd be like, oh, the 13th floor, really? It's like having it's like a unlucky, it's like yeah. having a phone number with 666. It's like, Real, though, I actually would not have a phone number with yeah. 666. That is yeah. so ratchet demonic. Just... Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Ghetto, no. But, like, this man... Okay, I walk by him, and maybe, I don't know, if you're listening and you're the girl, please let me know, because I was like, this is crazy. she is? If you're listening, I actually was like, me and my friends were talking about it, because I was like, this is crazy. He waited outside, no, this was like 20 degrees outside, outside of PFT with flowers, Mm. a vase full of flowers, Mm. just waiting for her, and I'm like, guys, this is so crazy, like, can't can't lower my standards now. Um, But, anywho, moving on, y'all. Me and I were talking about this. It is such a busy, busy season. Mm-hmm. And college folk, you know all about it because yep. it's finals. I mean, Abby was like, no one talks about the the time between Thanksgiving break and Christmas break because it is brutal. It's so hard. It's like all finals. So that's all you can think about. It's so like, so hard. How well, are you, you dealing with that? You just had a break of surrounding yourself with family even more so on than Christmas break because it's a shorter time period Mm -hmm. and so you're trying to fit more family into a shorter amount of time and so you're literally just focused on family and rest and then you go back to not only a full-time school schedule again but full-time school schedule plus the biggest test that determines your final grade for the entire season's work which don't get me started on that because I already have a problem with one test defining the entire semester, but that's another side tangent. Um, how I'm dealing personally with that, honestly, this entire semester has been an absolute struggle. And so I kind of got a taste this break of what life is going to be like next semester. Um, because this, this semester for me, my school schedule is a little different than like the normal STEM major, the normal like general across the board kind of like majors I'm a music major and so my schedule's just always been a little different I have you know think of like a d1 sports schedule but make all of that like extra time in like practice in the gym at like rehearsal or dance class or singing or voice lessons you know I get graded on final performances and not necessarily like essays Mm -hmm. or tests and I mean I still do have those as well but majority of what I do is like just time and energy you know and um I've found myself in a place where I am quite frankly just burnt out and so it's been really hard this semester to be in a show on campus and spend hours and hours and hours and hours um, being somewhere where I just don't want to be and that's really hard because I've never felt that I've always been so passionate about theater and it's really weird to like navigate what that means and and also be content and not really knowing what that means but still having to like follow through with a commitment that I made to myself that I'm going to be in a show for the semester and go to my lessons and it's been hard um but the transition from like in between breaks and out of breaks has given me hope honestly because it's like for me specifically like those breaks are what I have to look forward to of just more rest that is is coming and so for anyone that's like feeling that just dragging your feet kind of feeling you are not alone but know 
jokingly, you don't have to get good grades to get into heaven. So, like, at the end of the day, like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. But also, like, we are called to finish and finish strong. And if you need a word of encouragement, like, this is it. Like, you are capable of so much more than you tell yourself yeah. you are capable of. God created us for greatness. And yeah. we have the ultimate power like we have the power of someone who created the entire world of this tiny little test on this tiny little rock that we're floating on that's like a tiny little second of your day compared to your eternity that you're going to spend with jesus that's good and it's so hard in the season to remember that especially when this is something that matters but my word of encouragement to you is that it's almost over finish strong take things little by little take things in little chunks like 30 minutes here 30 minutes there breathe like you've got it and also schedule in those times to have things that truly fulfill you because if you just wither yourself away until you burn out and then you get to break that's also detrimental to you and in more ways more harmful ways than even a bad grade that's so good and also like Everything you said is so real because you have to take time to, like, find rest. Mm-hmm. Which does that doesn't mean physical sleep for everyone. You know, that can yeah. mean, like you said, going and doing something that's actually going to fulfill you or doing things, you know, like getting in the Word, hanging out with the people that you know aren't going to drain you. There are so many ways to do this. But also with, like, we're also we're born for greatness. I mean, yes. we said that all the time. Like, we're born for greatness, but also you can do hard things. Mm-hmm. And as hard and as, you know as scary as it is to step out of your comfort zone. I had a whole podcast about this, but like you, that's how you're going to make new wine. Jesus Mm -hmm. makes new wine out of crushing all the grapes because it's so, it's such a good analogy because we have to go through hard things and we have to go through those rough patches in order to feel what it's like, you know, to praise God in the middle of that. Mm. Um, And like, I mean, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. This, this few weeks of school, like suck. Yeah, and they it's, really, it's really, really do. And you are not alone in thinking, like, this is going to be so bad. I want to drop out of college. But, like, you are made to do things like this. And this is just going to make you, you know, grind it out. And you're just going to do so yeah. good. I'm just saying that right now. But, um, I mean, this transition, I'm new to it. Abby's experienced this transition twice already. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's brutal. No one talks yeah, about it. It's, it's hard. hard. My my other word of encouragement in, in pursuing faith during any season of hardship um it's i've fallen into the trap so often of pursuing jesus to try to get a result of happiness at the end of it yeah and for the the die to yourself daily believer pursuing jesus who wants to know him and wants to know know more about him and learn about him every day like my word of encouragement to you and this is a very like uh what's the word like i guess deeper you know you've been in your faith for a while kind of encouragement is is like we aren't owed happiness and contentment from the lord but it's a byproduct of our devotion to him yes and it's like so often i seek god because i'm like how do i get out of this pit and yes we're lucky enough to receive that but i think where we get off and where we 
kind of get misconstructed is letting that fuel while we're chasing him and why we want to know more about him rather than just the pure devotion of this is my faith and this is why I choose to follow the Lord because it's fundamental and foundational for literally walking through life step by step. Yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, that was, that was like really a lot of information, but also <laughs> that like, was a lot. Sorry. <laughs> that was, no, no, that was like, it's a good type of information yeah. because there is so much to be said about having that supernatural joy and peace mm-hmm. in a circumstance that maybe you wouldn't have happiness in mm-hmm. because let's be honest, life is not always the best. Maybe you're having relationship problems or friendship problems or family problems or I mean, I mean, I'm going to be super blunt here, but maybe you're having depression and suicidal thoughts. Like, life is not going to get easier, mm-hmm. but there is a way to make it easier on yourself, and that's mm-hmm. by with Jesus. Right. And happiness is not going to get you through life, but supernatural peace will, and it won't make sense. Like, everyone's like, peace, that doesn't make sense, but it genuinely does not make sense, yeah. because why would you be happy in a time when you are talking or, like, making jokes about killing yourself? You know right. what I mean? But, like, right. genuinely... This is the only solution, yeah. is finding Jesus in the hard times. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people who don't have Jesus live life. It's like the song, I Won't Be Formed by Feelings. What song mm-hmm. is that? Uh, I Won't Be Formed by Feelings. Oh, that's what is true. Firm Foundation? Yeah. No. Is Christ it? is my firm yeah. foundation. Yeah, mm-hmm. when it says, I won't be formed by feelings, I think that line is crucial yeah. to a journey with Christ because if we are fueling our faith and our pursuit of Jesus by feelings, we are going to have a wavering relationship with him. And there are going to be seasons of hardship where we are going to have to fix our eyes on the eternal prize and know like life gets so much better and God isn't going to allow a season of hardship and then just leave you and walk away. Like he's not going to leave you there, but he also might need you to stay in it. And there's a verse in the Bible that, um, Saf told me about this, that, um, everyone always, you know, compares it to relationships where it's like, you know, if you're single, stay single, there's that verse in the Bible and, and which is, is, you know, they're not necessarily necessarily yes calling you to be single right the lord is calling you to stay where you're at and so there are times of hardship where it's like oh i just want to get out of this so bad i just want to get out of this so bad because we feel that feeling and i have to say like literally all i learned this all the semester i had to sit with myself and say okay lord i am pursuing you because I am a believer and not because I want a different feeling. Yes. And I had to stay where Mm -hmm. I was at and allow the Lord to work in me rather than me try to figure out what the Lord was going to do and see like, how can I help you with your plan? You know, that's a very prideful way of thinking that I found myself in a lot. And it's like, the Lord's going to do what he wants to do when he's supposed to do it. And he will get you out. So I'm going to stay and I'm going to be devoted because he's powerful enough, Mm -hmm. overly powerful that he already knows how this is going to end up. So I'm going to be devoted and pursue him and my feelings will work themselves out, which is the ultimate trust exercise and is very, very scary. But that's the point of faith. We're not supposed to see the end result. That's so good. And it's really hard to do that. Yeah. But... I mean, if you've experienced this and you've done this before, like, you come to realize that 
you trying to do things on your own is never going to satisfy you. Mm. Like, you're never going to be fully satisfied. The only person or the only thing that's going to satisfy you is Jesus. Right. And you can go back and forth. And sure, like, it'll give you satisfaction for the time. But I guarantee you're just going to go back even more lonely. Mm. And... I mean, it's a tough pill to swallow. Temporary fulfillment is the biggest trap that the enemy uses. Mm. It's such a big tactic. And it's all feelings. It is all based on feelings. Mm. But God, I mean, and also add a whole podcast about feelings. Feelings are so valid. Feelings are so real. But when they're getting ahead of who Jesus has called you to be Mm. because of sadness or, you know, uh, the two things keep coming to mind is like sadness and self-doubt. Like Mm. it stops you from being the person that Jesus has already created you to be. Right. And it's really hard to get out of that, which is the whole thing about feelings and stuff, right. which Which can so even go back about. to relationships. You mm-hmm. know, it's like when you're feeling self-doubt, we want that validation from someone yes. else. That That is good because that is so yeah. true. Yeah. You, we're, I don't think we're ever going to not crave validation from the world right. because we live in the world. And that might be like validation from like a boy calling you pretty because I struggle with that. When I am not called pretty by a boy, I'm like, am I actually pretty? Or or am I just, like, telling myself that I'm pretty to make me feel better? Mm -hmm. But in the long run, like, Jesus doesn't need you to feel that satisfaction because he's already made you his. He's already Mm -hmm. called you more precious than rubies. And you're seen already by the creator. And this goes for boys, too, because I know there's boys listening to this, too, like, Just because you don't have a girlfriend, just because someone's not calling you cute, like, does not mean that you're unlovable. Mm. Because you're already called. You just have to sit in um, the peace that Jesus has already offered you. Because it's out in a plate. Like, he is waiting for you to take it. Yeah. It's just depending on if you're going to choose to take it right now or if you're going to choose to sit in those feelings, Mm. which I'm guilty of doing sometimes. It's a very, very easy thing to do. But um, that's not who God has called you to be. Because he's already called you loved. He's already called you seen. I say that over and over again, but this, someone needs to hear that because mm. it's a truth that no one talks about. Hannah's spitting facts. Facts? Literally no printer. Literally? She's right. Literally like no fax printer. machine now. Guys, I guess I'm just going to have to have abs of steel on <laughs> the TikTok. Or, <laughs> the TikTok. TikTok. I mean, I guess on the Renegade. TikTok. Renegade. Renegade, let's go. Um, on the TikTok. Why do I keep saying it? It's like coming out naturally. Okay, not the TikTok. Please. Okay, the podcast. I'm going to have to have Abs of Steel come out on the podcast more because I can literally talk about this so much. When I tell you guys we're like the same person, we're li- uh, like the same person. That's what I said online too. I was like, I'm going to have to have Hannah come back. Because well, because why don't we? It's much. the timing, y'all. We're both so, yep. so busy. Yep. But when we have time. It's yep. going to be great. And I just mm-hmm. like, I really think we need to do a whole episode of like relationships. Let's do it. Because... I know if That's you're it. listening right now, a lot of it that you're really interested in is... I do this thing with my podcast, which is like an anonymous question thing. Mm-hmm. And I did one where uh, I asked people, boys and girls, like relationship questions. And I got like 30. Really? Of like huge ones. Like people were like, I'm 23 years old. I've never been kissed. Like stuff like like deep stuff. Yeah. Like what do you do when you're struggling with temptation and this, that, and the other. I mean, it was like... Some crazy stuff, which I'm so excited to talk about. And I say, I say the 23 years old and never been kissed before to say, if you feel like you are alone in the fact that you have not had as much experience comparing yourself to like culture and society and 
these movies that come out where girls are literally talking about who they hooked up with and blah blah, mm-hmm. and like the Bachelor making it seem like being a virgin is this huge thing and blah blah, blah, blah. like. I'm so sorry, but you like that is so misconstructed and just so this world is just twisted. It's this so world twisted. is twisted, and we cannot allow our brains to be infested with all of that because it's just nonsense. It's nonsense, and you're not it's alone. Nonsense. You are not alone. I can testify that 100%, y'all, and we're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> and for my girls on my side who almost feel guilty for. You know, I w- in every relationship that I was in, I was very committed to it and was very loyal in it. And they were long-lasting relationships and great, but I haven't had much time to be single and alone. There, I feel like it's also not talked about of, like, there's that, like, almost guilt that we feel of, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, I let the enemy creep in and be like, am I, am I okay alone? Yeah. And then I'm like, I've never felt more independent now in the relationship that I am than I have in any part of my life. Yeah. I feel even being single. Yes. Yeah. Even being single. I feel more independent now than mm-hmm. I ever have. I think a lot of it is because like you guys are both going in the same direction. Right. It's, like yes. it's like you guys are on your the same path. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, same okay, different ways of living the same path because right. the goal is the same. But like we both you are guys pursuing the Lord individually yes, and so cheering each other that. on mm-hmm. while we do it and Hopefully the Lord brings that together. We are not coming together in a relationship and pursuing the Lord together from a place of us being together. Yes. We each have our own separate spiritual lives. We keep Christ at the center of our relationship. It's a three-way relationship. Yes, you know? three ways. Um, and, and we are both following the path individually and sharing that together, but not letting our faith come from our relationship that's good oh so good a full circle moment i guess full circle moment guys we're i'm serious we're gonna have to just make a whole podcast episode about this this is freaking crazy (laughs) and it's so fun well okay yes so love that all right well with that being said we just had such a good conversation and i'm just oops so sorry my mother's texting me hey mommy um hey mother i love you but um it was just a good conversation that I think a lot of people needed to hear. And if it resonates with you, please let me know. As I say this all the time, but like, if you want to talk about it, please hit me up, hit Abby up, because yeah. we both love talking about this stuff. Um, my Instagram is handle is humble or sit down, be humble pod. I am Abby, A-B-B-Y dot Murphy underscore. That's my personal. And my podcast is That's Life Potty, P-O-D-D-Y, because we are the potty people. We're always having a yeah, potty. Girl. We always having a potty. Always having a potty. We are the four lifers. Four lifers. Four lifer gang. For real. Well, <laughs> you guys are loved. You guys are seen. You belong here. And you're welcome here no matter who you are, where you come from, what your past is. Love you all. I love you. Let me know if you want to hang. Love you yes. guys so much. See you next time. Bye-bye.